We are proud to present Daddy's Outnumbered. Hello, pretty people. <laughs> Hi, pretty people. <laughs> really? Why did, you Why did that catch you off guard? Every time I do an intro, it catches you off guard. It's just it. Yes, you I know it it's because um, it's a wild card with me. Yeah, it is. I Could never be know different. What you're gonna say every time, mm-hmm. and the people love it. I know they sure do. Sure, they do. They love my wild, crazy intros. Sure. So we are here for an unsupervised daddy is outnumbered. Truly unsupervised this time. Well, she's upstairs, but but well, she's not down here. So not down here, we can cut loose. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> sure whatever that means um so i have to say this disclaimer um obviously we are not medical professionals nope. and anything that is said during this podcast is our own opinion and shouldn't be taken as medical advice mm-hmm. so with that we have a very deep conversation for you guys today um, it's about self-harming. Uh, we are not going to do our regular podcast structure. Um, we're going to get right into it because it is definitely a topic that I think needs to be talked about. And we want to share our own experiences and thoughts and opinions on this. So uh, we're going to try and pay it the proper respect but we're also going to throw in a little lightheartedness too mm-hmm. it's not that we're being disrespectful we're just trying to soften a very hard topic topic to discuss uh-huh. <laughs> that was heavy uh-huh. just for a minute that was really heavy <laughs> cut it with a knife right. it's like a thick piece of cake <laughs> jesus christ so we both have different perspectives and viewpoints on this um, because one of us has the experience of self-harming and the other has a very different, very virgin look on it. Um, can you guess who? I can. Why don't you give us your experience on this um okay so i guess yeah back it started back in high school um i had friends you know my family was there but i just you know you get to a point when you're in high school and you just kind of feel alone and you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to really and i was just i became really really depressed and it got to a point where, you know, my emotions were running crazy and I had, I felt like I had no other outlet. And, um, I, I met someone in high school, um, that sort of had the same problem. Um, so I never really, I thought about it beforehand, but when we met, you know, we started drinking Um, it kind of started from there. Um, my self-harming did. Um, I was probably 16, almost 17 at the time. Um, but 
it just comes from a really dark place. You don't really understand unless you've been there, but um, I did it from 17 to 22. We met when I was 22, right? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't all the time. It was very sporadic. I did it when I felt like I had no place to turn. I My emotions were so built up. I felt like it was kind of a release for me um, to turn towards cutting. Um, and it got to the point where my mom had to hide the knives and we couldn't have any sharp objects because my mom did eventually find out. Um, but in a way, I'm kind of glad she did because she got me a therapist. Um, I was, of course, when you're 17, you're pissed and you don't want to talk to anybody. And I was mad at her because, you know, I thought, you know, I don't need to talk to anyone. I don't have a problem. You know, I know it all because teenagers think they know everything. Um, but you know what? I saw her every week. From 17 to 23, I think. Um, yeah, you're still... I was still seeing her when we, met. when we met. Yeah. I didn't um, know why. Uh, I, I think you, I, yeah. I did know why because you did disclose that. I did. And... I was open about it at that point. Yeah. I and and I did appreciate that, but I don't think I really knew... You didn't. ...what the you extent didn't. of it really meant. Right. Uh, I just kind of was like, oh, well, you're getting help and you're fine. Right. I mean, I, the talking did help, but it wasn't like I completely stopped self-harming at all. Like it wasn't like a, like a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Immediate. Um, it wasn't an, an immediate stop for yes, you. Yes. Thank you. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. It wasn't an immediate stop for me. And, um. But she did really help me because there's things that you can tell a therapist that you can't necessarily tell the people that know you personally, you know. Um, I found that out pretty quickly. Um, but, God, the first couple times I saw her, I just, I, I cried the whole session. And it was like, it's crazy because you don't realize how much you, you hold in until you're allowed to let it out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or you feel like you're allowed to let it out because there's yeah. no one around you. Like I'd never wanted anyone close to me or my family to see me like that. I don't know why. Because I you knew had they a hard were there time dealing me. with emotions. I had a hard time dealing with emotions. And so after um I met Steve when I was twenty two. Um I was in an a verbally abusive relationship so, before that. But So I want I want to kind of interject and okay. give some uh some insight because you mentioned that person, uh, that other person in high school. Yeah. Um, so you kind of found somebody who you could relate to. Absolutely. And then you both went and started cutting. Well, no, it wasn't like that. It was, I, we, I feel, I knew that she had before and I talked to her about it, I guess a couple times. And I felt like, oh, this is something that people do. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not, as, you know what I mean? Like, and I and that's kind of, like, that's a little weird because for me, in my mindset, like, I wouldn't have thought that as a release, that's what I had to do. Like, for me, it was more 
physical, mm-hmm. like if I was stressed mm-hmm. or uh, was upset, I would go for a walk or a jog or rollerblading or like yeah. I found some sort of physical no, way to. And that's what my therapist was telling me to do. Like if you find that urge to do it, do something else because it's, you know, and then it, it, it was more than that though. It was like, I was very, um, I, I thought I was ugly and fat. I had very low self-esteem. I thought I was worthless. Like I just, all these things flooded into my mind and it wasn't like, I don't want to say I wasn't being bullied or anything, but I had heard people talking around school and everything about my weight. And at that point, kids are mean. Yeah. Kids are mean. Kids um, are mean. And, and, um, and like during that time frame, it was what early two thousands, right? No, so, I was in high school, 2004 to 2008. Yeah, so early yeah, 2000s. I guess early two thousands. Um, and, I think this was still a very taboo subject. Yeah. And and so it still too. kind of is, even though is, yeah. now more people are aware of self-harming and and yeah. what it means. Right. Um, but I think, yeah, it, it was probably a hard mm-hmm. time to try and... Right. I, I don't know. I just, for me, well, it's it's like I, I would never go up to somebody and be like, hey, look, you know... You, no, you, it, yeah, it wasn't like that, though. Like, it, it was... You got yeah. There was something that why I did no no in the back of my mind I had always thought about it. Um, I think after I found someone I could relate to, I was like, oh screw it, like let's just start this. And then, but the first time it ever happened, I was drinking. Yeah, and so was she. Yeah, and you tend to gravitate towards people who did do that and did because your ex boyfriend when we met, Mm -hmm. he did it as well. He he did some cutting. Right. So you tended to gravitate towards, towards people, people who, who understood, understood or yeah. did it or participated in it. And told me that if I do it, it's okay. It doesn't like they weren't going to get upset with me yeah. because they understood type of thing. Um, yeah, that relation, the relationship I had before you was, it should have never happened. Like It, it was just, very toxic. It was, well, not only that, but in. it started so fast. And then I moved in with him probably like six months in to our relationship and it, I moved an hour away from my parents and I moved in with him and his nephew and it just, it was just, it escalated. And so yeah. when I met you, you were the reason that I never went back because like I told you, I would have went back because yeah. we were already talking about me going back, but I still wasn't out of the woods when I met you because I was still cutting, but I was open with you about it from the start. You were. I feel like. You were. And but I, I don't, also feel like you didn't fully grasp. Yeah, I, I didn't fully understand what that meant. I think it was a little naive. And world hadn't been exposed to me yet. So when you did open up to me, I was like, oh, okay, I got it. Like, I didn't really fully understand what that meant. And I, for me... I thought, oh, you're seeking help, so you're good. You're dealing with it. You're mm-hmm. you're getting the help that you need, so I shouldn't have to worry about it. But that was me not understanding what you're battling. We had a situation or an incident you where where I finally understood and I I had to take a step back for a second to process because it was real at that moment like so we went, this was what, two months into our relationship? Not even. 
it was like a month and a half into our relationship and we went drinking. It was at his dad's. It was me, him, his dad, his sisters. Um, that was the first time I had met them, I believe. Yeah. And we were, um, we were having fun we were and drinking. we were playing we were heavily drinking. beer pong yeah. and yeah. we, it was one of those kickbacks where we cook food. Yeah. We hang out. We drink. There's music. Right. You know, it was a weekend that we're just cutting loose. Right. And for somebody who is enjoying the time and the moment Mm -hmm. and not really understanding that even though you are normal and Mm -hmm. you're participating, Mm -hmm. there's no x-ray for me to see into your thoughts and say, oh, she's, she's in dilemma. She's, Mm -hmm. she's got an issue or she's depressed or she's thinking about cutting. Like there's There's no no, way for me to look at you at that moment and and even now to really look at you and say she's got issues she's she's having a problem with this and i need to try and fix it i wish there was some sort of machine that did that right but there isn't no there's not and i think for me it we were having fun and i i like because i was having fun i didn't think that maybe there was something going on inside with your thought process right where, you, yeah, you were having fun, but it was, right. you know, really a mask that you're wearing. Yep, yep. And I waited till you were sleeping or passed out, whatever the hell you want to call it. And I was aware where your mother kept her stuff. And at that point, I think I was just so gone that I just, I went crazy. Because that's what I do. Yep. And then I tried to hide it from you. I think you you did, but I, I did. saw. You saw it. Um, obviously, you didn't put away the knife, and um, oh, is that what happened? Yeah, and I then I saw the marks on your arm. Where the hell um, did I put the knife? I don't know. It was just on the floor. Oh, okay. Um, well, I was drinking, so yeah. I wasn't really so thinking. so yeah. <laughs> so at that point, yeah, it was real for you. It was very real because now I could physically see right the marks, and it shorted my brain for the lack of a better term because it freaked you out because for me like everything was going good right so and it's just like when you've talked but it about, wasn't about you though no no us, but no but yeah. for me so so for me the thought process was you were happy right you were having fun mm-hmm. so what could have caused this like why would you do like and it's the same thought process for depression or or some of the depression that you've said mm-hmm. you've had um it's like well you're happy like you're to me from an outsider or from an outsider that's on the outside looking in it's hard for me to fathom the idea of your life is going well mm-hmm. so why why depression why cutting and that's where i kind of stood like right. why do this if your right. life is you know you have both parents your uh, you don't have to worry about really money because your parents are there to lean on. Like you're working, you've got a car. Like for me, it was hard to really understand what you were going through. And I, like, we, I took you home and mm-hmm. did everything. But it, then I took a step back. And, we almost broke up. Well, be, that's because I didn't understand. I like I, I it, it, I know. For me, like it, it took a lot of searching and mm-hmm. and trying to figure out. What you did know, you do that day? Because you didn't talk to me the whole day. 
I, well, I talked to Isaac and then That's I took right. some time, like went to the beach and stuff. Like did my own way of right. thinking to try and figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I still really didn't fully understand it. And I know you knew that I didn't fully mm-hmm. understand it. But Not a lot of people do. Um, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm part of that group yeah, that didn't understand it. And, uh, but we, we did get a chance to talk about it mm-hmm. and we were okay after that. But I think that I still, uh, and I actually, I don't, I don't think I know that it was hard for me to swallow for the mm-hmm. first couple months after that, because, mm-hmm. you know, you would say things like, mm-hmm. you know, the thoughts that you, and I, and I tried to come from the from the approach that, oh, you can talk to me, you can tell me what, what thoughts you were thinking, but I don't think I could have handled it, even if you had fully unloaded off on me. And that's hard for me to swallow because I try to be the rock. Like, I try to be that constant in your life and everybody else's life because mm-hmm. that's just the way I am. Right. And it was hard for me to understand and realize that no matter how much of a rock I was, mm-hmm. it you were just it, it wasn't something that you needed. You didn't need a rock. You needed somebody to just understand and say it's okay right. and move forward with you. That's what you needed. Yep. You're absolutely right. And and, and we we did we we moved forward because we have two beautiful girls together mm-hmm. and we have a life and you know I have an understanding of you but you still have that murky past and mm-hmm. and it's not something that you should be ashamed of because that's oh, no. your past you know right. and and that's what gets me is like People tend to look at other people differently. Yep. When they hear that they were, they either suffer from depression or cutting or, or, you know, they try to commit suicide or whatever. Um, It, it definitely is a taboo subject in society. Right. And I don't think we fully, as society, realize that this is a real issue, you know, Most kids start cutting at 13. So you were you were older than that. Yep. But you still found it and gravitated towards it. I mean, that's kind of the average is 13 for the US. Mm-hmm. And you were able to I don't know if if rise above it is the right term, but you were able to deal with it and we're able to move forward together, I guess. Right. Is the right term yeah that makes sense it's just uh, there was a like when i first started there i hit it very well because i know like you don't want to talk about it like what's there to talk about well i mean, I mean yeah there's a I lot mean, to talk about but there, at the there time is a you lot don't to talk want about, but, to but there's a lot of the the talking about it is the emotion right it's not the exactly action. and i didn't want to talk about it i was like i don't want to like i did what i did and that's it and the the two friends that I only had two friends in high school that actually were trying to help me. And you know which one of those friends I still talk to today? Brooke. 
Oh, I didn't know that. She, her and a guy friend that I had in high school. I know you know who I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say his name. Yeah, I know. Um, But they, both of them stood by me the whole time. The entire time. Yeah, I didn't know Brooke knew. Oh, she knew. She's, I think she saw it, or I think my other friend probably told her, because at the time, like, we were close, but we weren't, because she had other friends. Um, But when she found out, she freaked out. She, I mean, I, I don't want to say freaked out, but she did everything she could to help me. Yeah, so. and, and I think that's kind of the general uh, Or I guess not to reaction. help, but help me deal with my emotions almost. Yeah. But it's just crazy, like, how people, like almost walk away because they know you're going through something that they don't want to talk about. Well, not only that, but most people are not equipped to handle it. Exactly. It's, it's it's something that freaks people out. It is something that, like I said, from my own personal experience and, and me from the outside looking in, like this is somebody whose life is all together. Why would you do that? And I think that's what a lot of people think. That's their yep. mindset. Your I mean, life is that's going why I so never well. To talk why about would it? you because do that's that? Because that's the first thing they said. Like, why? Like, you're fine. Like, your yeah, life a, is fine. Like, it's what's it's wrong a typical question that everybody poses. And the other thing is, is that it was hard for me because when I got with you, I knew you didn't understand it. And the adjustment from being with a guy who, because I went straight from him to you. Yeah. Being with a guy that understood that didn't really, you know, talk to me about it when it did happen because he kind he knew what was I was going through. Like, yeah, but I think that you, also harmed you as well yeah, because true. it kind of enabled you in a sense. It did, yeah. You know, because somebody. So I'm not saying that 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 that's a bad thing, but it's somebody who knew what you were doing, who understood it, and also just let you do it. Like I didn't try and stop you, but I also you knew that it was something that I didn't experience. And right. so you. I told you I was going to try. Yeah, you, you were going to try. And you, you did. Um, I don't want to speak for you because I don't know what really stopped you. I, I don't know if it was that moment or if it was the fact that, that you know, things were just lining up. Like, I, I don't know what really stopped you from cutting after that event it took a lot um because i thought about it years after i never did it but it's just something that you don't just it's just it's just there for yeah it's not it's not something that just goes away it doesn't just go away but i knew that if i wanted to stay with you i had to stop because in a sense i knew that you were the type of person that in your own way to help me, that was how you were going to do it. Sorry. It's okay. I did not think I was going to cry. It's Um, it's emotional. Um, It is. Um, But I want to say probably after we had Becca, I was like, it kind of never really came back. Like it's always been in the back of my mind, but it's just like, I I never really, it's never been in the forefront of my brain. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's still, it's still there. It's still there. But the voice isn't as loud. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel like I have more to, I don't want to say more to live for because that doesn't sound right, but your life just changes. Yeah. It just changes after you have kids. It it does. It so. does. It, it, it's definitely one 
event in everybody's life when they do have kids that they look back on and say that's you know those are my miracles those are my babies you know me and my partner created them right and you know and, and you can feel like that about something that you didn't create but for you it took me a little bit with sam i want to say probably like a year or so yeah but you know you had things to you had things in your life that i didn't want to miss you didn't want to miss and stopped you from doing it and um that's that's not going to be the cure for or not the cure that's not going to be everybody's everybody's solution right because there's everybody's different everybody's different everyone has everybody is yeah everybody's different everybody's thoughts are different right and it's just one of those things where um if you have a partner you know you just make sure that they're understanding you know like i said from from the outside i didn't understand but i knew that I wanted to be with you and in order for me to want to be in order for me to be with you it's this is something that I had to just move forward with and hopefully if this stopped which I hoped it did you know then we were gonna have this glorious life and and we ha- we do we, we have three kids and, you know, even though we're going through COVID right now, it's still a fun time <laughs> because it's it's just, right. it's one of those things where some parents, they, the addition of having kids can add to that. It feeds that fire. And so it's not the solution. It's not everybody's way of dealing with things like, yeah, this is if you're funny. if you're having a hard time with stress, having kids or having other things in your life that add to that stress, that's just going to cause you to self harm even more. And I think that uh, this is a very heavy topic. This is, I can't. um, it, it it's definitely it's one of those things that in life you need to find what your Help. purpose, oh, purpose. Okay. is say else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so hard because i don't I, I, I don't want to say something wrong so i'm trying to pick and choose my words carefully because i don't want to offend but you know what yeah, fuck I it know. i'm gonna offend if i'm gonna offend no matter what so look find somebody or find friends that are going to be there for you not just right. because you're cutting, but because they want to be your friends. Mm-hmm. And they will help you pick up the pieces. Now, they may not understand. They may shy away from this topic, but they're there. That's true. So, and don't try and shut the door on every relationship either. Friendship, whether it's whether it's friendship or parental or relationship Mm -hmm. don't do that because you never know what's going to change what's going to help you Mm -hmm. and that's in life period 
That's true. I agree with you. You know, friends are what gets us through the hardest, darkest days. Talk to somebody. And talking to somebody. There's nothing wrong. I feel like that, like, number one, what's helped me the most. There's nothing wrong with seeking therapy. There's nothing wrong with talking to somebody, Mm -mm. a professional listener, if you will, um, Mm -hmm. because it's just another, it's a listening board. You know, somebody who's there to, that's going to listen to you and they may not give you the insight that you want, but they may give you what you need, give you what you need, which is somebody to listen mm-hmm. and let your emotions, let out. your emotions out and, and deal with those emotions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do not feel like you should be ashamed for seeking the help that you need. This is why I agree to do this podcast because I'm not, I mean, I, if you would ask me to do this 10 years ago, I would have been like, no freaking way. Are you crazy? But now it's like, I want people to know, like, it's, it's like, yeah, like I've done that, but you know what? I've also overcome it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not, I want people to know that they can talk about it and it's, they're not going to get a rash of shit for it because it's just life. You know, sometimes it's just how the, yeah, sometimes life is rolls. stressful. We all do deal with it in different ways. Um, I don't. And if this helps somebody, then that helps somebody. I think, yeah. And and I think that 100% seeking professional care. It it doesn't have to be professional. It It can be a friend or a brother or a sister. Yeah, I just feel like. I guess less personable, the better. Yeah. I mean, there could be that shame. um, That's true. And and that is something that we all experience with, with. no matter what mm-hmm. we're doing, mm-hmm. if we know that somebody else isn't going to improve, we're going to have that shame. And right. it, and it's sometimes it's better to talk to a stranger mm-hmm. and disclose things to a stranger who they may judge you, but they don't know you. But yeah. You know? It. So know I put it out there mm-hmm. that if you're, if you're dealing with stress, if you're dealing with, with anything, you know, depression, uh, suicidal thoughts, anything, you know, you should seek professional care don't hold it in um definitely reach out to somebody and get some sort of assistance because you're special and the the world will not be the same if you're gone yep think about all the lives that you will have impacted if you're gone you know what no matter what you're thinking going through. or going through no matter what you're going through mm-hmm. thank you um <laughs> no seek professional care because you are special the world needs more people like you mm-hmm. and you'll be sorely missed and thanks honey <laughs> and i i think this has been so heavy that we need to kind of cut it there yeah i think um, so too because it is a very heavy topic yeah i'm fucking sad now uh, <laughs> <laughs> i want some fucking cake <laughs> I want some damn food <laughs> let's eat some cake folks <laughs> or pie whatever. but uh thank you guys for tuning in and listening um we want to do more things like this i know it's gonna be really really heavy yeah that's true um but we will get through it. There's a few more topics uh, that yep, I want to talk about. because I'm a basket about. case. Um, one of them is, <laughs> no, it's not you. One of them is mine. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, 
it's something that I've experienced that um, oh, yeah. I don't disclose very often, but I, hope you don't. I will for this podcast if it means that it helps people. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I can't stop thinking about cake now. Cake and ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> food, it's the natural cure. Right. Let's go get some food. <laughs> uh, ties back to our cooking podcast oh, when we were talking about food. Um, I did. I did put something out there about breaking bread and how us all sitting down together mm-hmm. unites us because we all get hungry. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, food is it's not the cure all, but it, it definitely strengthens bonds. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, let's go eat some cake. <laughs> Cupcakes, cake, <laughs> Twinkies. Cake in all forms. Right. Or Girl Scout cookies. We just had a drop off. Oh, yeah, we did. From yeah. Girl Scouts. And I already ate through my dosey doughs. It's Girl oh Scout season, God, folks. We got them on Sunday. It's Girl Scout season, babe. Don't Jeez. shame me. I'm not shaming you. I'm just. It only comes around once a year. I know that. They're so good. <laughs> I'm, you know, I feel like. I need to throw money at the Girl Scouts every time. <laughs> it's different with COVID, but before, like, you leave we the store and I would throw cash. Just take my money. Really? Because every time I want to get Girl Scouts, they usually know we can't do that. Yeah, no, because cash. it's freaking mafia, babe. They shake you down. I know. Like, they're everywhere. I know they everywhere are. Everywhere you turn around. They're they're at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. They're on the corner. Mm-hmm. They go door to door like yeah i know they, they shake you Wait, down I was a girl scout i do know how this works I, it, it's a freaking rocket babe. It is, I know. <laughs> it's a rocket i, know. It's I mean it also helps that their cookies are so damn good yes, but it's true. a racket mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i feel like i've invested a lot of money into girl scout cookies they were $3 i should get a fucking badge they should have a goddamn purchase <laughs> cookie badge that you if you're if you've given more than like a thousand dollars in your life you get a freaking purchasing cookie badges oh my. i want a badge babe want okay. one bad all right folks um it was a little bit shorter this this time because it's such a heavy topic and we didn't do our not our our typical things but yeah, i guarantee you too long. i guarantee you that we'll be back long. to our normal light-hearted yeah, fun podcasts yeah we will um but uh just remember that you're all very special to us mm-hmm. and the world will not be the same with you gone and remember wash your hands mask up practice safe social distancing uh wash your hands <laughs> <laughs> apparently wash your hands twice because your hands are dirty word. as fuck <laughs> Not 20 seconds, 30 seconds, folks. Sorry. Get your Fauci ouchies. I'm sorry. I forgot the last part. All right. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.